RTHK News. It's 11 o'clock. I'm Ben Che. The top stories. The Hong Kong Association for Democracy and People's Livelihood says it will accept nominations from members who want to run for the legislature. Development Secretary Michael Wong says it's unrealistic to presume Hong Kong's green belts and country parks will remain untouched. And Federation of Trade Unions lawmaker Alice Mack has called on the government to build more transitional housing in urban areas. The Hong Kong Association for Democracy and People's Livelihood has said it will be accepting applications from its members to run for December's Legislative Council elections. Natalie Ching has details. The association said those who want to run will not need nominations from other members to represent the party in the legislative polls, the first for the legislature under a new framework approved by Beijing. However, they will take steps to ensure nominees will represent the grassroots. It also said that due to limited resources, it would be difficult to support many members to join the elections, with only one or two candidates from the party participating in previous legislative polls. The group said an executive committee will start handling applications, which will need to be sent in before October the 22nd. Speaking after a two-hour special meeting, its vice chairman Howard Lee said it was not an easy decision to make. In this uh, political environment, it is very dangerous to once again participate in any political actions, including elections. And on the other hand, is that they worry that ours may not once again represent their voices. So these two worries are in very two extreme sides, but all uh, determined and illustrated among our members today in the meeting. The ADPL's decision comes days after the Democratic Party said none of its members planned to join the polls. It had earlier said that any members who is interested in joining the race would need to secure 40 nominations from the party. Development Secretary Michael Wong says it's unrealistic to not develop greenbelt sites and country parks. Mr. Wong explained that the two combined account for more than 50% of the land in Hong Kong. However, he said the 300 hectares of greenbelt being considered for development do not involve the edges of country parks. The SAR has about 16,000 hectares of land zoned as greenbelt. The minister was speaking on an RTHK program. The Greenbelt sites do not overlap with the country parks. Country parks account for about 40% of the land in Hong Kong, with 16% for Greenbelt sites, in total 56%. If you say this 56% of land can't be used to fulfill the development needs of Hong Kong, no other place in the world would do that. The government's been urged to provide more transitional housing in urban areas for people living in subdivided units who are in the queue for public rental flats. It was one of several suggestions put forward by lawmakers and concern groups during a roundtable discussion with the Housing Secretary Frank Chan at LegCo on Thursday. One of those in attendance, the Federation of Trade Unions lawmaker Alice Mack, told Vanessa Cheng that the issue of subdivided flats is as much to do with wealth disparity as it is to do with housing supply. Subdivided flats is a phenomenon. It's because the affordability of Hong Kong people is declining. We cannot just focus on land and housing supply, but we also have to focus on property problem. We have to help those underprivileged and the grassroots. How can create more jobs with better income for them? So some other councillors also said they want to improve the quality of some subdivided flats. So what do you think can the government do? For example, some rental controls or maybe registration for different subdivided flats? 
Tenancy control will be a way to help those living in the subdivided flats,、uh, especially those with less bargaining power. But apparently, because currently we don't have enough land supply, especially public housing, that's why the last government is very afraid that when we talk about licensing of subdivided flats, this will decrease the housing supply. And how can they solve those housing problems for those grassroots? That's why they give up this idea of licensing of、uh, subdivided flats. And have a quick look at the weather for tonight and tomorrow. Mainly cloudy with a few showers, more showers with thunderstorms tomorrow. Temperatures will range between 25 and 28 degrees. Forecasters say it'll become cooler and drier over the weekend and early next week, with temperatures dipping to around 20 degrees. Right now, the temperature is 27 degrees Celsius. The humidity, 85 percent. You're listening to RTHK. The time is now five minutes past 11. Health officials have reported one imported COVID infection involving a 30-year-old woman who flew in from Indonesia a month ago. The fully vaccinated domestic helper had tested negative for the virus during her quarantine, but developed symptoms after moving in with her employer at Providence Bay in Taipei a week ago. Labor and Welfare Secretary Lo Chi Kuang says it would be absurd to force retirees to transfer their savings under the mandatory provident fund into an annuity plan, stressing that people will be given a choice. The official had raised the idea last month, but Chief Executive Carrie Lam later said it wouldn't be forced on anyone. Timmy Song has details. In her policy address, Chief Executive Carrie Lam said the government will explore how it could encourage the public to convert their savings under the MPF scheme into an annuity when they retire, so they will still have a steady income. Speaking on the RTHK program, Labor and Welfare Secretary Lord Shi Kuang said he expects the study will be completed by the end of this administration's term. He said one idea is to mirror civil servants' pension scheme by allowing people to withdraw a certain proportion of their MPF balance and convert the remaining. In Hong Kong, the most important thing is to have a choice. Whatever policy you are formulating, it wouldn't work without a choice. There must be one. The Hong Kong Mortgage Corp provides Hong Kong's only public annuity in the form of an insurance product. For residents aged 60 or above, for a premium of between $50,000 and $3 million. Authorities in the city of Kaohsiung in Taiwan say more than 40 people are feared to have died in a fire at a residential building. Violet Wong has more. The fire broke out in the 40-year-old building in the early hours of the morning in the city's Yancheng district. It was put out before dawn, and firefighters have been going through the building to look for survivors. The building had been partially abandoned, having previously been host to restaurants, karaoke lounges, and a cinema. Authorities are now investigating the cause, including the possibility of arson. Norwegian police have explained how officers responded to a bow and arrow attack in which five people were killed and two others were wounded. Local police chief Ole Bredup Severet said officers arrived at the scene in the town of Konsberg, southwest of Oslo, minutes after reports were received about a man with a bow and arrow shooting at people shortly after 6:12 p.m. on Wednesday. He said the suspect wasn't caught until 6:47 p.m. Mr. Severet explained officers were seeking to clarify whether it's an act of terrorism, adding that assessing the motive was proving to be complicated.
As we mentioned earlier, we are investigating this, among other things, to clarify whether it is an act of terrorism. It will probably take some time before it can be finally clarified. The assessment related to motive is a bit complicated, but it is natural to go back and see what information we have on the person from earlier, and then we see that there has been a concern related to radicalization in the past, which we think it is natural to be open about without being able to explain the details of it now. Five people have been killed and dozens injured in hours of gunfire in the heart of the Lebanese capital, Beirut. The shooting began as supporters of the Shia group Hezbollah and its allies gathered to protest against the investigation into last year's explosion in the city's port. The BBC's Anna Foster is there. There's a cautious quiet at the moment. I say cautious because there's been rolling gunfire here for several hours now, the sound of RPGs in the centre of Beirut at the moment, the army out on the streets. We did see earlier on today and somebody firing from the top of one of these buildings. The Lebanese army have asked people to stay off the streets, but you can also see the impact that it's had. I mean, there's a, a huge pile just behind me here of broken glass because the windows have been smashed and shot out of some of these apartment buildings. This all escalated really, really quickly earlier on. It was a pre-planned protest by Hezbollah and Amal. Nobody, I think, quite expected things to get as violent as they did, as quickly as they did. And to end the news, the top stories once again. The Hong Kong Association for Democracy and People's Livelihood says it will accept nominations from members who want to run for the legislature. Development Secretary Michael Wong says it's unrealistic to presume Hong Kong's green belts and country parks will remain untouched. And Federation of Trade Unions lawmaker Alice Mack has called on the government to build more transitional housing in urban areas. And before we finish, a quick look at the weather one more time. It's currently 27 degrees Celsius. The relative humidity is standing at 86%. And that's the news from RTHK. RTHK Radio 3 Hello again, hello Just called to say hello I couldn't sleep at all tonight And I know it's late But I couldn't wait Hello, my friend, hello Just called to let you know I think about you every night When I'm here alone And you're there at home Just the same.
just need to hear Hello My friend, hello It's good to meet you so It's good to love you like I do And to feel this way When I hear you say Hello into the requests especially for alice who was good enough to write in from the jazz singer soundtrack neil diamond's one of his finest neil diamond tracks and uh, hello again she said we won betty's quiz last night if you're listening last night folks you may recall that alice wrote in uh, to say they were going to raid this pub quiz and they actually won she says she struggles to pronounce some of the words in the questions one of the questions last night was in which city would you find the emperor state building that reminds me of an, uh, a mate of mine's granny she used to live in a place called Trafalgar Terrace. I think it was built during the Battle of Trafalgar as well. And electricity was very much a new thing. All the wiring was bare on the wall, so there was nothing sort of plumbed in as it were. And she was terrified of it. She used to say, I'm very scared of the electric city. She couldn't pronounce it. Uh, what else we got here from Gavin, who was good enough to get in touch as well. Radio Pete at Gmail, by the way, is the email address if you'd like to be part of it. Uh, he said, uh, this is reference to a song we played by Dolores Keane last night. He said, I remember Marshall Hughes. I was talking about the uh, folk festival that we used to have back in the 80s it used to be a yearly event and marshall hughes who used to do a program on radio 3 called folklore uh, used to be the guy that organized it and uh, i was telling the story of the fact that dolores Keane came over to uh, hong kong as part of a band called d dannon and i interviewed her when i was doing the afternoon show way back in those days 